There was a frickin' bone. Okay, we're recording now. Andy, you don't say anything until you're introduced by Steph. Right. Oh, I'm introducing you? Yeah. Oh, I thought Liam was. No, Liam is starting off the show. I'm starting off the show? Yeah. Okay. So, ready? Three, two, one, go. This is Let's Make Mistakes. Sorry. Don't be sorry. That Jesus was great. Christ. <laughs> Look what you've gotten yourself into. <laughs> I'm trapped in a room with people whose collective age is lower than mine. That's not not mathematically true. It's but pretty true. It's nearly true. Yeah. So this is Let's Make Mistakes. And this is Mike. And this is Liam. This is Steph. And we have a special guest with us today. We have Andy Davies. He's out or at Outstandy on Twitter. How's it going? All right. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Uh, why don't you tell people what you do, Andy, so they know why you're here. So I am a designer at Mule Design. And Where we all work. Our great mule herd. Do mules have a herd? No, they have packs. 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 They have packs. Yeah. But like, like wolves? Like wolves. Murders. Murder. It's a murder. Wait, of we mules. should get the collective noun dictionary in. It's a murder. It's murder, a murder. Of it's mules. about to be. <laughs> mm. uh. Oh, gosh. Why are we talking to Andy today? So, Andy has actually started this really interesting blog we've been enjoying. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's called Mike Made Me, and it's just some of his stories from being an intern at Mule and his first few months here. So, Andy started here as an intern about a year ago. Uh, coming up. Coming up. Yeah. Yeah. In January. I can tell you've prepared. Uh, <laughs> so about a year ago, you started here as an intern. Mm-hmm. You were at school. I was. What'd you learn at school? Uh, I learned how to make Photoshop files. Yeah. You learned jack shit in school, which is what you learn in design school is jack shit. Um, but you did, you had really good work when you showed up here. Oh, thank you. You had a good portfolio. Uh, don't brown nose. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So at this the goes time, for an hour. At the time <laughs> when uh, we got in contact with Andy, we were looking for experienced designers and we were getting like uh, shit show. I mean, shit show. Just it's applications show. from people who just sucked so bad. And they were they like, so have, bad. They had like five years of experience making just bullshit. And meanwhile, you applied for a position that didn't even exist. You were like, do you take interns? We were that, like, that was the voice he used too. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah the, the I, have the, I have the email. Uh, are we going to read that on the air? That'd be embarrassing. I'd have oh, to get my laptop, but I don't think so. Well, I'm not getting up. Yeah. So uh, we, we got this email from some guy who wanted to intern and I looked at his portfolio and it turned out to actually be good and like everything else we'd ever seen. And so I said, maybe we should have an intern. That's the exact voice you used for that too. <laughs> I always just talk like this. This is my professional voice. So, word inflection? Yeah, now it sounds like design matters. <laughs> Vocal fry. Anyway, so we ended up um, interviewing Andy um, and hiring him as an intern. And he did good work. So then when he graduated from school, we hired him. And now here he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's gotten cocky enough that he made a blog about things that I make him do. <laughs> I, f- I figure it, it, it's funny enough that people should know. Uh, and it, it's... Type size is too small, by the way. Yeah, I really need to bump that it's up. It's like 11 point. Like, come on. It's just it's, it's come CSS, on. so I have no excuse. You weren't even alive when we were using 11 point type on the web. It's like a website for tiny elves. I don't know. I always thought it was an intentional choice so Mike couldn't read it. <laughs> I just make like a, like a wow. light gray. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so will you, will you tell us a story? Cause you have like great little stories about things that, things that have happened to you while you've been here. Do you, will you, will you regale us? Uh, so I, th- I think still my favorite story at this point is, uh, the day of a hundred headers. Uh, th- that was definitely a, something burned into my mind. Do you know why you had to do that? So, so the context here is, is that I tend to get really attached to artifacts. Fucking to- precious. <laughs> you get precious. precious. You get precious with your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I get 
hyper-focused and I will just run one tiny thing into the ground. Like you're painting the Mona Lisa every time you open up Photoshop. I just like to be thorough. Yeah, precious. Uh, but yeah, so the, the, the Mike, in an attempt to break me of that, told me to take a whole day and make a uh, hundred headers, uh, header images for one of our, our projects. Yeah, this was actually project work. So this was billable. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this was not just just busy work. And then the office began taking pools to see how many I would actually get through. You don't take a pool. You join a pool. Join a pool. Join a pool. Created a pool. We created a pool. Mm-hmm. There, there was a pool. There uh, was a pool. I was, I was, I was a little, I was a little uh, hurt how low some of those, uh, those estimates were. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, only our only our project manager actually thought I would finish. So did you? Uh, I did. I did. Uh, at like five fifty five, I finished the last one. Well, well. So the best part was at five fifty five. He's looking at me all happy, like I did it. I did it. And I walked up and I said, "Do you export him all the JPEGs yet?" <laughs> And he almost God. cried. Oh, he I did. He, al- he almost cried. It was oh, so great. That's hard. <laughs> You're going to have really tough skin. I, I, I figure I will be literally bulletproof right. after this. You're going to be bulletproof. So. so you're welcome. <laughs> so I, 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 I love the blog because it's, it's all these great stories about like mentorship and like weird, weird lessons to learn in like really weird ways. But at the same time, I feel like Mike... And I, I know that he's probably going to disagree with this, that he actually has your best interests at heart for a lot of these. Well, of course I do. Why would I disagree with that? Well, that's the thing because like uh, it, I, you know, I, I, w- I did not have my first like design jobs were not with good people. And my awful stories are not like, oh, there's a method to the madness. It's just madness. So if you, so you, you did it, right? You made a oh, hundred yeah. headers that day, mm-hmm. right? Did you care how good they were when you were doing them? After about the first fifty, no. Good, and you, <laughs> but you did them, right? Oh yeah. And they're actually some of the best stuff that you've done because of sheer volume. Yeah, that you, you and and it taught you to move. It taught you to move very quickly through stuff. Oh yeah. So there was a definite lesson to that. When I so when I was a when I was a kid and, and we had like we had like drawing class and stuff in school, we had like five second drills. And, and I this was, and we all thought that this was this was so that we could use up all our paper, which it cost us a lot of money really quickly. <laughs> and it's true, it actually was, and it's because we were really precious with that shit. And the point was to to stop giving a crap. Yeah. And to just make stuff. So you you went in there and you made stuff and it actually turned out to be pretty good and and, and you weren't worried about whether it was good or not. You just made it. Yeah, just enough to be completely different and then on the next one. Yeah. So I mean it was either that or you were, you know, you were going to move to Brooklyn and become the kind of guy who puts like pressure, you know, uh uh, created with love, like preciously made stuff on the footer of all your websites, oh, like little hearts. Yeah, yeah, little hearts. <laughs> like what? What? Uh, what's that one? Like loving? Oh, lovingly crafted by Andy. Oh man, what is that? I see that on websites all the time. Oh, lovingly yeah. crafted. I'm, mm. I'm going to add that to the let's make mistake sites. Yeah, sure. Lovingly crafted. I, I think I actually used I'm that in a footer on a <laughs> for a site I made like. Three years ago? Two yeah, years you ago? wouldn't do that now, though, would you? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, so how does it feel to be smarter than every designer in Brooklyn already? <laughs> so that's empowering. Wow. <laughs> it's a, a heady sensation. Mike has a smile on his face right now that he reserves almost exclusively for insulting Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> what else are we talking about? Is that it? Is he done? Are we Are we done? I, I actually thought he was a great vehicle to talk about job hunting because, I mean, this is something we talk about. In the oh, wait a minute. Are we done talking about his blog, though? We there's some other There's some that. other really good stuff on there. I mean, we, yeah, I can tell stories, too. But. What else What else is on that blog of yours? I can't read it. It's a 11-point <laughs> type. Uh, there, there is also making the Let's Make Mistakes background, wherein, if, if you visit the site, it is a gif of three rabbits eating a foot. That's right. Uh, a human foot. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's pretty It's pretty vicious. It's pretty great. Where do we find that? 
I, I don't know. You just sent that to me and said animate this. I, I think I just... <laughs> make I, the bunny noise. The one you went, hey, Andy, make it go. I don't remember that. Like, you went like... I think that's how you went to his desk. Like, make this go... What was that again? Okay, great. It's my new ringtone. Seven, please package that and send it to me. So I think I just Googled like three rabbits eating human foot. Why? Wait. Because I was looking for a background for the site. And you Googled three rabbits eating a human foot? What else was I supposed to use? Google's a perfectly reasonable place to do that. I guess that's just so incredibly specific for your first thing. And I got a match. Oh my God. I thought you searched for... Because I was helping you with this. It was like crappy thrift store painting. <laughs> Maybe that was uh, it. I narrowed know. it down. And, yeah, I think. And then we saw it and it was the one. Yeah, it was. It was most definitely the one. And then mm-hmm. and then I think I said, you know, it'd be great if it was moving. Mm-hmm. If we could actually see the the rabbits like gnawing on the, like making. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the noise. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the rabbits gnawing on that foot. <laughs> this is a peek into our process. Yeah. Like a, a illusion is for 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 the weak. <laughs> Make that shit move. I'd say what this teaches you, uh, dear listeners, about our process is that we come up with a weird idea and then we commit to it wholly, just so, to see what'll happen. So you animated that. I did. And and listeners can go see it right now at at our website. What's our website? It's mistakes dot show. Mistakes dot show. There's a, some other great little tidbits on that site. Yeah. Very oh, good yeah. There. There's an Easter egg in there. Yep. So how's that a story? That's just the thing you did. Well, so as I'm animating this, I'm trying to make it gnarly as hell because it's rabbits eating a foot. And you come up and you tell me that it's not subtle enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you took it to, you took it to kind of a clowny place. Man, these are like Zen Coens. Like they they speak volumes in in what there is to learn about this strange work. I mean, if if you really want it to be creepy, you kind of have to barely notice it out of the corner of your eye, right? No, no, it, it was a great point, but just given the subject matter, it, it was hilarious. Yeah, well, you know, there's subject matter and then there's context. Mm. Mm. All right, what else is on that website? Didn't you steal someone's shoes? Oh yeah, uh, we. Mike wanted to buy. This is like my second day here, and Mike wanted to buy a pair of Kimmy Schmidt like LED sneakers for our our a studio manager. Uh, so he. <laughs> this is our previous studio manager. Yeah. Who you know kind of she had like a whole Kimmy Schmidt thing going on. It was pretty on point. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, like she'd been in a bunker for ten years. She was from one of those states that's basically a bunker. One of those rectangle states. Yeah. I thought it was because she was exuberant, but we can go with Bunker. We can go with Bunker. Uh, anyway, so Mike wanted her shoe size, but didn't want her to know about it, so he... Well, I also didn't want to touch her shoes, because that's weird. <laughs> Which makes this request weirder. But then told me to I go... I don't see that. <laughs> ...steal her shoes to find out her shoe size. He for- forbade me from actually asking her. So, uh, And also I needed to learn to be stealthy. Right. With the phrasing, I believe. Yep. Uh... So I was, I was commissioned to go steal the the shoes, which I didn't do. Unfortunately, it because again, second day there, it's like this is way too weird. So I asked her and ruined the joke. Were you afraid at that point? Oh yeah. Like, like where the hell am I working? Yeah, it was it was it was, <laughs> it, it was surreal because I, I I come expecting to be like just run into the ground, and was instead being told to go steal shoes. You were running to different ground than you thought. <laughs> it's a different field. Does anybody else have good Andy stories that they want to share? Mm. Oh, so I have one, and there's no teaching from it, so I don't think it should go on the blog. But do you remember when we were QAing a site? It was the the Wikimedia public policy site. That's right. And we were like, oh, well, we need Andy to get a better image for this. So instead of like slacking him or anything, we picked up the phone, called the office, asked for Andy, and then asked him to bring two Diet Dr. Peppers to the conference room so that we could ask him to fix the image. What? <laughs> yeah. That's because we were in the office. Yeah, we were in a little conference room. And the phone was... The, um, there was no phone in there for some weird reason. And I yelled out to him and he had his headphones on because people here wear headphones all the time because 
that's a thing that's smart. And <laughs> uh, when when he didn't answer, I called. We called the office, and then and I figured as long as he was heading in there, he could pick up two two diet cokes on the way. His efficiency. Yeah, it, it was great. <laughs> he didn't mind. <laughs> wow, Mike, I want to know about uh, like who who were your mentors? Like, how, how did you get to be this way? Because like you have. I don't mean it that way. You have a lot of experience Jesus and you have Christ. a lot of interesting teaching methods. Like what, what, how did you, how did you gain this body of knowledge? All my mentors were from Philadelphia. And, and then what? That's it. That's <laughs> the end of the story. <laughs> and everybody from Philadelphia right now is nodding along going, yep, mm-hmm, makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right. For those of us who aren't from Philadelphia though. I feel sorry for you. Gotcha. Okay. I could use a Diet Coke, Andy. I'm sure you could. Really? <laughs> oh, really? Jeez. <laughs> Hold on while we pause our program. Don't leave bruises. Don't leave bruises. Vocal fry. Don't leave bruises. Vocal fry. Don't leave bruises. Okay, I got a Diet Coke and Andy's still alive. <laughs> and that's all you need to know about the break. Yep. <laughs> Let us never speak of it again. I'll tell you a story about one of my mentors. It was my uh, high school art teacher. And this guy was great. And uh, so I went to this high school. It was, kind of, it was like a magnet school, Central High School in Philadelphia. And it was a public school. We had this fantastic art program. Every year, we, we, um, we sent somebody. There, oh, God, I forget the name of the program. But there was a program. It, it was like nationwide. Everybody, like if you were serious about what you were doing, you applied and then you went, uh, they shipped all these kids down to Miami and you competed there. And if you won, you got like an award and cash money and, you know, it looked really good on your college application and shit like that. And our school had like this amazing track record of sending somebody every year. It was, uh, I think, junior year, junior or senior, I don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, we had sent somebody every year. The year that uh, the the year that it was our class's turn to apply, like you know, you got your portfolio all set up, and you get your you got your slides all set, and you had to use actual like little slides at that point. Your slide sheet. There were no computers yet, and I got selected to go down to Miami for the for the the finals. And the the day before going down, my teacher calls me into his office. And he said, you know, every time that we've sent somebody down there, I felt really confident that they were going to come back uh, and they were going to win. They were going to win and they were going to come back. Winners. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not so sure about you. I just thought you should know that. And I was so pissed off. I was like, I like ran out of his office, like practically in tears, like went home so nobody could see me cry. I was devastated. And then I got angry. I got really, really angry. The next day, I went. I, I went went down to Miami. Still angry. I was I was angry for like a week down there, and I did like all the exercises that they have you do. Did all the competitions. Did them all angry, and I won. And I came back to Philadelphia, still angry. And I walk into his office and he's just sitting there like, doesn't even, doesn't even like turn, like, like he's sitting with his back towards me, doesn't even turn around. And I just, I just walked in and I said, I won. And he doesn't even turn around. He just goes, of course you did. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I know what motivates you. Jeez. Wow. So mentorship. Damn. Yeah. Bam. Spite is a really powerful motivator. Spite is a great motivator. It's incredible. That's how I'm running my second half marathon this year is I got really, really pissed off and signed up for another one. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Spite, huh. Spite's what got me. Got, got me through school. <laughs> 
spites uh, spites like the major was a major motivating factor in my, in my dating history. How's that worked out? Great. All right. So I don't know if spite so much. Why are we talking about spite now? Well, because you mentioned You're it, talking about it. How how do you spite. figure out what what um what motivates people? Well, I mean, you 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 got to learn about the person first. You got to spend some time with them, figure out like what their fears are, <laughs> what drives them. <laughs> you're like a you're like a Batman villain, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I mean, you figure out what the thing is that they're afraid of, and then that's where you insert yourself, wow. and, and that's where you start driving from. Isn't that the entire plot of like Batman Begins, right there? Yeah, pretty much. You're, yeah, you're in it. Jeez. Do you have like a notebook where you write about all of us? No, I just remember. Oh. I remember. Well, Are you learning, Andy? I am learning so much. Yeah. Do you feel like you're becoming a designer? Oh, hell yeah. The other kids that you went to school with, what are they doing now? Um, Working at Subway? I, a few are... Like Twitter millionaires. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what a whole lot of them are doing. I know some of them are also working. So some of them are working internships, um, and a few are working kind of design adjacent kind of stuff. Design adjacent. Yeah, that's code for working at Subway. Sandwich artist. Yeah, sandwich artist. <laughs> that's my title for a while. Cold cut director. That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Actually, almost everyone at Mule was a sandwich artist at some point. Like, I think, didn't both Erica and Essel go to, like, Sandwich U? Yeah, I think they did. Sandwich U? Yeah. It's like Subway Training School. God. This is some strong podcasting, people. Wow. This really is. Yeah, it is. I feel like I'm listening to Design Matters. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So do we want to look at my my post-it? Well, Steph you got a post-it. I made a post-it with little check boxes next to it. So I thought that it would be really, really interesting to get into some job hunting tips. Job hunting tips? Yeah, like what we were saying is we get a lot of really, really crappy applications. And I think this would be a moment for us to share some good job hunting tips, how you can improve it. Oh, yeah. And we have our special guest who ended up getting a job we weren't even hiring for because he was just so good at job hunting. True. Why Why did you apply here? I'd actually, I'd found out about Mule via Let's Make Mistakes a couple of years ago. Since then, you know, kind of followed the work you guys have been doing. Really loved the process and like the things I'd heard about being a designer in the, in, in the context of being a designer at Mule. And so I knew I really, really wanted to work here. So when I got to my, the, the last semester of my senior year of college, I knew I did not want to work at a startup because I'd heard in a lot of places, you know, the, the dangers of working in a bubble, in a vacuum, without any sort of mentorship. Uh, at the time, you guys had had an opening for a web designer on your on your site. And so I figured, what the hell, if they need a designer, maybe they need help. Maybe they'd hire an intern. So that's good thinking. So you, you just decided where you wanted to work, mm -hmm. and you just tried. Yeah. Didn't matter if they didn't have an open position. See what happens. It's a good lesson for people, for the youngins. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so you 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 had this idea in your head about what this place was like. Yeah. Tell, uh, what was that like? Um, I thought it was a, a lot. Be honest. I know when you're <laughs> lying. You really do. I guess I was expecting something a lot more dour. To be honest, uh, <laughs> dour, <laughs> super goth. Wow. Um, something. Yeah, I, I guess it's like, I don't want to say more serious, um, but more. Do you think we were all like, you know, wearing like designer clothes and like had like French Criterion Collection movies playing on large screens throughout yeah, the. Yeah, like, like, like capital D design. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, something like that. I think there's places like that. I think so. Yeah. Stereotype would come from somewhere. We didn't so really how, live up how, to that. How do we match up? Uh, not at all. It, it's uh, I, I, I it, yeah. Sorry. 
Yeah, I got him to do it on oh, the air. Yes. yes. Oh, God damn it. Yes. God damn it. Should we Andy, ex- explain this? Yes. What, what did you get him to do, Mike? I got him to say sorry. Tell him about the sorry jar, Andy. Uh, I have a habit of saying uh, certain words. You can uh, say it in the explanation. Okay. Oh, and I don't so believe that. Don't you have him so that. scared right now. It's so great. They call it the jarry. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I, I've had a saying sorry when I don't actually need to apologize. Uh, and Mike made a point that in the spirit of direct communication, trying to break that habit, which at this point has become, I have to pay a dollar every time I say sorry out of when it's not appropriate. Goes in the sorry jar. It does. Now, what do we do? So how much is in there? There's, as, as of this afternoon, there's 15 bucks in there. Uh, that's... I. You've got to put more in there. One more right now. 16, right? 16. Yeah, 16. Yeah. (laughs) Hell. You got the number wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You you enjoy this way too much. (laughs) So what are we doing with that money, Andy? Uh, In December, it will all be calculated up and then... uh, Because the sorry jar runs on a calendar year. Apparently. Yeah. So at the end of December, we tally up. Uh, and then the sum of my apologies will be sent to, what is it? Uh, focus on the family? Focus on the family. That's oh, right. We're Jesus. sending your sorry money to focus on the family. Christ. Because um, if we send it to someplace that you agreed with, like there's no lesson there. Well, th- there's, there's sending it to a place I agree with, and then they're sending it to like the clan. <laughs> Oh, did you look ahead to next year's sorry jar? <laughs> it's, it's the next logical step. So, does the clan even accept donations? Do yeah, you, like you just make it out bus? to the NRA. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> shots fired, motherfuckers! Oh, uh-huh. uh, nice. <laughs> well, actually, this is really fascinating. Having been again, again having gotten into mule three last week mistakes two years ago. And thinking like what a serious podcast it was, and how like how much detail and knowledge there was. Really? Now seeing what's behind the scenes, it's it's different. Is there another podcast by this name? Yeah. What the who? It was also I was in school. I took everything way too seriously. I've learned things. When I was applying for Mule, you guys have had like two episodes over the past like hundred and fifty or whatever there is now. This is our one hundred and fifty ninth. Okay, yes. There were like two episodes that were directly about uh, hiring and like how to interview and uh, stuff like that. And I listened to those. I listened to those like probably twice each before I ever came in to interview here. Those were good episodes. They're good episodes. I think there was an episode last year right after I had signed my offer where you were, what's the, like subtweeting me, but sub podcasting me? I wasn't subtweeting you. You weren't subtweeting, but it was like, I think this is like particular to my interviews. You, t- you tend to think a lot of things are about you, stuff. Whoa. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> this is like a, this is like a horrible little room to be in right now. Yeah, it is. This is fucked up. <laughs> Andy got beat earlier. <laughs> so, um. It's like Carrie in here. God, Jesus. Oh, man. I can't think of Carrie the same way. I went to Shipwrecked last month. Oh, no. Where it's a erotic fanfic of classic literature. So. Oh, boy. I'm just like, shh. <laughs> Sorry, that was a total aside. We have fun. <clears throat> what did you think I was subtweeting about you? Okay, so it was right when I got my offer and I, I signed and everything. And then this episode came out like a week later. And it was about how employees that you hire always say that they have a bunch of vacation. Like something, oh, I have all this vacation. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, but I had that on the books for like three months. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> so <clears throat> anybody who anybody who who you've just hired always has a vacation like of like two weeks or like a couple months down the road that that they've already planned. That's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. Uh-huh. Like, watch, the next person we hire, they're going to tell us about a secret vacation. And they're going to wait until after it's been signed. That, w- that had nothing to do with you. It was very close timing to discussing all this with you. It was like the next week. Well, like I said, <laughs> everyone does it. I don't know. I understand. You make the sale, you shut up. That's true. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
So so back back to my list. Right. Uh Tell us about like writing emails. Like when you were applying to jobs, did you come up with one? I guess this is leading because I just want to talk about don't send the same email to every single company. We're still talking about applying for jobs. Right. Yeah. Okay. I keep going back to my green post-it. That's fine. I appreciate you keeping us on task. Andy had a decent uh, cover letter, which almost everyone, if they send a cover letter, their cover letter is a gigantic pile of garbage. And Andy actually sounded like a person who wanted to talk to us, which was very refreshing. Here's yeah. here's the here's what really pisses me off. Um, it, the cover letters where they assume too much familiarity. Mm. Oh yeah, oh, the worst, the worst. Hey bud, let me get a job. Hey dicks. Yeah, oh, that's no. great. Yeah. What's up, assholes? I want a job. Give me a job one time. Come on, come on. I can totally see someone writing that. It happens. Oh, we get them. We get them all the time. Oh, I throw no. them in the trash. They go right in the trash. Also, if people go the exact opposite direction and address to dear hiring manager. Trash. Right in the trash. Because that's where the hiring manager's office is. To whom it may concern, (laughs) the trash. Yeah, they share an office. I've been so tempted so many times to email people back and just be like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, why? What? Let's play this out, sport. Yeah. Wait. Good podcasting. This is great. No, because I just I just don't think there's an excuse for not being able to address it to somebody in the company. Right. Like, especially with us, you could just Google like mule design and get like definitely Mike and Erica at the top. But then you'd find everyone else. Like we all have LinkedIn's except for Liam now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just so easy to find. Do I out have about- one? Yes. Maybe. Really? Maybe not. I feel like you do. You I don't want one. It's, okay. it's stupid. You don't want it. The, 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 the thing that strikes me about cover letters is you ostensibly want to be working with these people for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, uh, and, and you want to get to know them. And so it, I don't understand why you would make it so incredibly, like that's why I don't understand sending out like form letters. Yeah. Uh, no, no one likes ever receiving those. Like, yeah. uh, do you get one, if you got one from like any acquaintance, you just think like what an, what an asshole you are. Totally. And it's just so obvious, too, if it's just like, I am looking for growth in my career and like no specific details about the company. Like, I can tell you sent that to 20, 25 other companies, like probably today. Yeah, you can tell. You can always tell what's been copy pasted. Yeah, you you just can't get away with it. Sure you can. Just not here. I would say even when I did hiring at past companies, like if it looked like it was something super generic, we wouldn't bring you in. Yeah, but you know, so how big are we now? We're 10? 10. We're 10. That's where I like it. We have to get two cars to go to the movies. No, we walk. Okay. All right. So, and we hire, we hire people like once a blue moon. So, right? yeah, yeah. So when we're hiring somebody, we can be really, really careful, especially because the minute we hire somebody, they become 10% of the company. Yeah. Now, if I'm hiring like 500 designers at a time, I give a shit if those those letters are copy-pasted. I probably have some quota that I have to meet and or some bonus that's riding on getting people in here. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm just gathering up bodies. I'm I'm just... I'm just going after sea monkeys at that point. <laughs> and that's a that's what a lot that, that's a lot of what's happening in hiring right now. Uh, is, well, maybe not right now because I think this whole thing's already about to topple over. Well, I would say maybe in our area, I would. I don't think that people are hiring 500 designers anywhere but San Francisco. Like it's just such a ludicrous number. Well, they're about to not be doing that in San Francisco too. True. You can already hear that that sound, like when you pop your bike tire, that sound of wheezing air. Wow, like a punctured accordion. Yeah. Like that creaking before it topples. Yeah. I like the punctured accordion. Or or, uh, the (laughs) ominous sound before bagpipes start. Oh, (laughs) drone. Yeah. That's like... That sound means run. It's my family reunion noise. Do you only hang out at police funerals? Like what? <laughs> no, my family's Scottish. Actually, last time we had—oh my god, this is a, this is a stupid story. Um, 
the last time we had like a family get together thing was my grandma's funeral. And that one was, was actually kind of great because the bagpiper overslept and didn't even show up. And so uh, we were saved. Thank you. This has been Liam's story. Did you get your money back from the bagpiper? No. Really? No. <laughs> what? He's he like what well, he he's like a professional bagpiper. He's not going to return our calls. They're, they're like the lowest of low. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm trying not to be racist. That's so against weird. the Scottish. I've I've never heard of Scottish people leaving money on the table like that before. It's true. Uh, we were we were uh, you know we were grieving. All right. <laughs> this got weird. No, it just got racist. <laughs> Sweet difference. Mm. Oh boy. Okay, so uh, another hiring practice that I think is kind of interesting um, is design tests and coding tests that a lot of these startups are a- asking for. Ugh. I have feelings. Do you guys have feelings? I have so many feelings. I just have the one. What's your feeling? It served me well. It's, is it rage? No. Spite? Ah, indifference. Oh, okay. That one's good too. I have anger. I have anger about those. I uh, I worked at a place that had um, like institutional coding tests. Like there were always these coding tests and I was hiring for web developer positions, like front end things. And I really considered like design skill, like some idea of how that worked to be more important than like if you can sort an array quickly enough. Uh, and so no one ever agreed with my recommendations for who we should hire. I would always be like that one who knows how a web page is put together and not like that one who, you know, wrote us a quine. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. A, a quine? A quine is a program that prints out its own entire source code. They are uh, deviously difficult. Okay. So I actually heard of a really good design test the other day. Yeah. Which I may actually implement. All right. Let's hear it. This was, I heard, I I saw it in a talk that my friend Jared Spool gave, and he was referencing a design test that my friend Kim Goodwin gives Mm -hmm. when she's hiring designers. And what she does is on a whiteboard, she will just uh, draw a bunch of form elements, Mm -hmm. like first name, last name, address, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll just draw them on the board in a weird, random, all mixed up way. And then she will ask uh, the designer that she's interviewing them to redesign the form mm-hmm. or to design the form, let's say. Yeah. On the whiteboard right there. So there's three things that can happen. Again, this is all according to Jared. I'm basically parroting his talk right now. Okay. There's three things that can happen. You get the designers who take every element that she's drawn mm-hmm. and just make it real nice and neat and make it look real good. Mm-hmm. And those those are the people who who like have like good aesthetic sense. And that's it. And then you have the people who uh, start merging some of the, the fields together. Mm-hmm. Like they're like first name, last name. I don't need two fields for that. One field should do it. Mm-hmm. Let the computer do the work. So those are the people who actually under, like, like have some understanding or of the underlying systems. Yeah. Okay. And then you have the people who turn to her and say, why do we need this information? Yeah. That's a really good question. And those are the people she hires. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty great. That is good. Wow. That's, that's applicable to a lot of places. I that's like that. Like three levels of... Uh, Three levels of thinking. Yeah. But so most of the, most of the tests that I hear about are like, you know, go make this thing that's going to take like a tremendous amount of time and energy, uh, do some free work for us type right. of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is more of a, let me see, let me see how your mind works. Right. Test. It yeah. takes a couple minutes. It takes and a couple minutes, happens right there. Yeah. Uh, you should not have to do a job in order to like get a job you're interviewing for. Interviewing should not be a full-time position. And I would also say a lot of these exercises where you're doing pretty much spec work for a company, they're absolutely designed to fail because you don't understand the company or its customers and you don't have any of that research. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, they're going to look at it like, oh, I don't think it was well thought out enough. Oh, what about this like need that it's serving? Like, 
And you're like, well, if I worked here for a couple months, I would know that, wouldn't yeah. I? I have no institutional knowledge, and you mean... Mm. Preach. So hearing friends who've been interviewing, it's just like, oh, that's bullshit. Like, So you know anybody who's refused to do the test? I know a couple of people who have. But have they? has their refusal taken the form of, I'm done interviewing here? Or have they actually told the person they were interviewing with, I'm not doing this because of these reasons? And attempted to continue the interview process. I know one person who tried that. Yeah. But the thing is, usually in a place that has like institutional interviewing practices like that, the person that you're interviewing with is not the person who is able to say, okay, let's change the way we do this. They're like a mid-level person who says like, well, I guess you're out then. Well, yeah. So there's another interesting thing. Yeah. Who are you interviewing when you interview? Like, are you interviewing with people who can mm. actually evaluate the thing that's being hired for? Right. Like, uh, here, we, I mean, everybody here ends up interviewing whoever we're thinking about bringing in, but we're small. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, like, if I'm bringing in, like, a developer, I'm going to rely on the two of you more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually, I think one of my best, I would say almost design uh, development exercises is I went into an interview and what it was is I was going to sit with the person who I would work most closely with and we were just going to pair a program and build like a tooltip, something really easy in like uh -huh. 15, 20 minutes. And that I think was really valuable, not only because she could see how I thought through the problem, but also we could see whether or not we could even handle working together and yeah. like talking out problems. Like it's more of a culture and rapport thing. And I think that's a solid exercise. That's neat. Yeah. I mean, it was really positive. We had a great working relationship. So. Where else did you interview, Andy? Uh, you don't have to tell me where. Just tell me about the how the what the interviews were like. Where where were you interviewing last week? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, nowhere. I can tell you haven't been interviewing anywhere. By the way, yeah, because you there. Uh, there's always like the 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 bulking the the when somebody adds like three dentist trips. To their mm, calendar, yeah, they're out the door. Like three dentist trips in two weeks. That's because they're 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 job hunting. Mm. One time, I worked at a place where uh, the I I scheduled a like doctor's appointment that was an actual doctor's appointment, and the CEO emailed to say like to joking. He was like, "Hey, like good luck on your interview, man." And I actually was interviewing, just that wasn't one of them. And so like a week later when I gave him my two weeks notice, he was like, God damn it, was I right? <laughs> <sighs> was it for this job? No. This job they knew uh, they, they knew they couldn't keep me. I once, once faked a lot, uh, like a whole procedure with a lot of symptoms around it too. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. But I was like working at this programmer shop. So it was like, oh, I need to go to the lady doctor to get my, my things worked on. And they're like, oh, please don't tell us anymore. Please oh, stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, worked really yeah. well. Oh, damn. You need to tune up. <laughs> <laughs> Oil change. Yeah. This is, okay. Steering fluid. Some weird, there's a weird sound I need to get checked out. It's clanking. It's <laughs> a rattle. <laughs> this is really fascinating to hear because my, my last uh, interview experience was uh, I was running the little student design shop at my school before I graduated. Um, a fake job. Yeah. It's, okay. it, it, it's, I love it to death, but it, it's not it's not a real job. Um, and, and there you're just uh, uh, interviewing these absolutely terrified freshmen uh, who have no idea what design is in the first place. They just like making pictures. Um, and trying to figure out just from that if they would actually ever be a fit at all for client services. Um, Nobody's a fit at, at client services as a freshman. Mm. No, but, but but seeing who like who has these social skills to like not no one but, <laughs> or, or or at least seeing their their capacity to be to be molded and grow. I was working with clients when I was nineteen, eighteen. Yeah. Liam, you have never not been 63. That's true. That's true. Okay. You remember things from before you were born. Often. This is why, yeah, this is why I get along so well. <laughs> it's called history. Oh, God. 
All my favorite bands are from the 90s. Well, actually. <laughs> well, well, actually, Steph. Well, Mike. Well, actually. <laughs> well, um, all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so this is winding down. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about one more thing. Lay it on us. The, uh, I've, these stickers that I've been seeing everywhere in the office. Mm. We got them in here. We should talk about that. Okay. There's like stickers with your head on them. Yes, yes, there are. And there's and there's an X. Like your head like you're being X'd out. Mm-hmm. I've been rejected. Not not like Charlie Manson X on the forehead, but just an X through the whole head. Yeah, like you know, do not admit or something like that. Right. Like no Andy. Yeah. Where'd those come from? Those uh, are retribution for, uh, I went to Oregon. Retribution is a pretty common word here. <laughs> yes, it is. Wow. It retribution is. and vengeance. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, uh, I went to Portland for XOXO. And while there, uh, Liam and I got tattoos on a, on a whim. Together. Yeah. It's a good bonding exercise. It was fun. And mine is a giant X through the state of California on my forearm. Where you currently make your living. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of over, the X is kind of meeting over f the Fresno area, I think, because he hates almonds or something. What? I, I guess that my, my knowledge of California geography is actually terrible, despite living here for six years. Why do you hate the valley, Andy? Most of Fresno is <laughs> useless anyway. Why do you hate California, Andy? Uh... It's it's a it's a long story. Um, is there a girl involved? No, no, there's not. Okay, uh, but I, I did drop out of college at one point in California, uh -huh. and uh, tried not to come back, and ended up having to anyway. Mm. So, huh. wow, okay, so, dragged back to the abyss, pretty much. Yeah, wow. And where are you from originally? Uh, uh, originally, I'm from uh, Rhode Island. Wow, and you hate California? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, deep. I could get an I hate Rhode Island thing, but everybody would just think it was a mole. <laughs> <laughs> we are 3% bigger at low tide. What? Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. We're that's that a, small at all coastline. Wonderful that's so fact. sad. It's pretty great. <sighs> Neat. I just find it sadder that it's not actually an island. It's not? No. Isn't it landlocked? Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah, it landlocked. No, it's it not is. landlocked. Well, it's not landlocked. It's mostly. It, it, it's, it's a metaphorical coast. island. <laughs> okay. Okay. Circa like 1760 wow. something. Anyway, we have, uh, we have uh, stickers. It, if you, uh, you know, you, you might see him walking around. There's a dude and he's got a, a haircut and a weird expression on his face. Nose and there's ring. an X through him. And uh, those are appearing around uh, our neighborhood somehow. I don't know how. They're appearing everywhere. I'm kind of disturbed. You guys have put really? a lot of effort into this. It's going to be weird when they start showing up in Norway. That is weird. God. By the way, I'm going to Norway next week. Nice. Oh, that's weird and unrelated. Yeah, totally unrelated. Digression. I hope what you are you going to be time. doing in Norway? I wonder if we have listeners in Norway. Uh, it, uh, Probably. I'm not sure Norway's real. I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure. You go, you go through the, the, the rainbow bridge. Is that a thing? Heimdall's Ooh. Rainbow Bridge. I think it went, went to the wardrobe. What? <laughs> no, that's Narnia. Oh. Narnia oh. and Norway oh, are God. two different places. Through the Bifrost. The Bifrost, that's right. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to be doing in Norway? I'm going to be giving a talk. Oh, uh, one of your talks I'm, that people have heard before? Uh, no, Steph. It's a, well, actually. Well, actually. <laughs> it's a brand new talk, and I'm going to be giving it at Web de Jean, which I'm probably murdering the pronunciation of webdogane I don't know it sounds like, a, like an internet vegetable it yeah. is some kind of legume <laughs> internet vegetable <laughs> uh, anyhow we're really looking forward to hearing your talk and we know that Norway will uh, love it too I hope so I'm, in, I, I'm excited to go to Norway I've been told to pack my own food because mm -hmm. everything there is incredibly expensive gotcha but it's gorgeous how do you know that? You've been there? I've seen pictures of fjords. Yeah, fjords. well. Everybody likes a fjord. <laughs> there, fjord are, there are no bad fjords. Like a fjord, fjord fusion? Fjord focus? <laughs> no. Okay. I think we've about outlived the usefulness of this episode. 
I think we are real useful though. Like you think people so? are going to get good stuff out of this, right? I hope so. Accidentally they might. Yeah. yeah. And hey, if you're good enough, we might hire you as an intern for some reason. Yeah. We're talking to future interns right now. Mm-hmm. And um, you could haze the new interns. Oh, I'm, no, that's I'm right. so excited for that. <laughs> Things going to come full damn circle. I'm excited to see that. That's the final test. Well, that'll be interesting because uh, I, I had a reputation as being a real, a real asshole in school. You what? <laughs> I, I had a reputation of being a real, a real asshole in school. With that haircut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh boy. Oh. All right. Well. So, I'm excited to. I'm excited for this. You know, what was really sad. We had a designer here once, who, when they got hired. They become they became the 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 hazy, mm-hmm. and then somebody else came in after them, and immediately started hazing them too. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! It was man, it was just the 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 biggest like fuck you like I got this. No <laughs> way that I'm gonna get hazed, <laughs> and it totally destroyed this other guy. Wow! Like it like his confidence was just shattered. Oh. Wow. Yes, I got rid of him. Yep. Yeah. Call the weak from the murder. Exactly. Like if somebody new comes in and they and and they start hazing you, like damn. I think that's just good like street skills, you know? When you get to prison, you beat up the biggest guy. No, I just that's how I took it too. Yeah. Total street skills. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever someone completes Whenever someone completes their last interview, someone should stand up with a gong and complete silence, (laughs) bring it and say, the winnowing begins. I like this idea. Whoa. I just ended there. I like any idea that includes a gong. I've been advocating for one for months. We really need one. We really yeah, need a gong. <laughs> if you use the gong, we'll be able to hear it even with our headphones on. Yeah. I'm just going to outlaw headphones in here. Mm. 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 Why can't we just have music playing? Mm. I don't know. Because sometimes, well... We we are of myriad musical tastes. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you can be in myriad delicate. musical tastes on your own time. One time you left Bossa Nova on for like four hours, <laughs> which is great productivity music. Yeah, but after a while, it was like starting to seep its way into like it, like the rhythm of it had infected the way I talk, and I was like choosing words with weird amounts of syllables. <laughs> it was really bad. It was really bad, and you weren't even there. You had left for like two hours, and I was like, "Why is there still Bossa Nova?" I was freaking out, man. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Andy, thanks for joining us today. Thank yes, you thank you. Uh, you did good. Thank you. Don't forget to add a dollar to the jar when you go back out. God damn it. Yeah. Would you carry singles with you just for the jar, by yeah. the way? It's not for the jar. That, at Courtesy of today, <laughs> I'm now out of singles. So I'll have to come back on Monday. Huh. 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 I should huh. start stripping. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. action. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When well, are we back? Note. When are we back? When are we back? For another show? For another show. When do you get back to Norway? Yeah. Um, I guess that's when we'll be back. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye everybody. Have, Have a, a fantastic uh, couple weeks. <laughs>